0: innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better whatever that thing is now who doesn't like the sound of that highland for innovators everywhere visit highland.com
1: this is atl day ones part of locked on sports atlanta and it starts now
0: It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure sure that you leave us a five-star review. That's why I said five times, make sure. Because so you can understand where I'm coming from, because if you don't, hmm i don't even want to talk about what i'm gonna to do to you but t i desperately want to talk about what we have going on today i think kyle wright may have put himself in that cy young conversation we'll talk about that along with max Freed and arthur smith has some very interesting comments t and i think he's trying to tell us something and last but not least and for the culture i hate hot lana. we'll talk Talk About that, before we get to that, before we get there, we have to talk about the Braves yesterday. They got a chance to go ahead and sweep the Pirates not only for this particular series but for the entire season. I'm talking about seven games worth, absolutely love it. Beat the dog mess out of bad teams that's what you're supposed to do with the Good, and I think that with Cal, you know, on display as night T and then run support 14 2 with the final score, and you get Matt Olsen hitting the grand slam. I think everything was just working like that's not I mean
1: and go ahead and just make some history why don't you Matt Olsen your own personal history because that's the very first time that he has ever played uh, in that particular stadium or in Pittsburgh and boy oh boy did he ever make it work for himself so yeah that was a beautiful thing to see him just get that barrage going and for the Braves just to say, of course you have William Contreras kind of kick it off early, but in that in that particular inning, that fourth inning, if you will, five right. runs, and then they go uh, later on. I believe it was the eighth inning with seven runs. It's just just the craziness mm-hmm. of it. Yep. But that goes to like you said, this is a reminder that when you need to take care of business with these types of teams, go ahead and just do what you need to do and keep it moving. And that's exactly what we saw from the Braves last night and also from Kyle Wright amazing amazing performance like lights out just like we said the night before Max free could have gone for a complete game Kyle Wright probably could have gone for a complete game as well last night but yeah just amazing to see what he's been doing not just last night but this entire season
0: now according to ESPNT they got their little rankings as far as Cy Young predictors in the National League so right there sitting at number two with the uh, the second best odds international league cow right you know yeah see 16 and five and i think that one of the things that i would just kind of looking at the numbers is going to be really hard for, for for the uh the voters to kind of not you know the voters are not to go ahead vote, give them the give them the nod to get that side on because We're looking at probably like 36 games left in the season. That kind of roughly, I did a little math, and that roughly ends up being maybe about six or seven, between six or seven starts for Kyle Mm -hmm. Wright if they remain Mm -hmm. on the five man rotation. So that's plenty of opportunities to go ahead and get that 20 games. So I think. The way he's pitched, like you said, and just, it was just masterful. Like he was just mowing cats down, like left and right. And you just look at, it, like has like 144 strikeouts mm-hmm. on the season. The mm-hmm. number one guy for the Dodgers is uh, Tony mm-hmm. Gosselin. Right. If you're just looking, looking at the numbers and everything, just from a mm-hmm. dominant standpoint, Kyle really has a good shot at getting this bad boy.
1: Yeah, I, I think so as well. And when you look at the fact that he literally had like, it was crazy. Like he would pitch three times, and you look up, and it's like, oh, okay, that guy's out. Okay, then he pitches three three more times, and that guy's out. And before you know it, he's getting like 21 outs with like 71 pitches. I Come mean, on, that man. just that,
0: ridiculous. That just
1: defies logic. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> that right. Just defies logic straight up. And I hate that. You know, there were even and this is me being greedy, of course, but I hate that there were even two runs given to the Pirates last night. Right. Like, don't even. You know, just keep keep your foot on their necks completely. But and I would have loved to have seen Kyle Wright go for the complete game. But we always talk about Brian Snickers seeing the strategy and playing the long game. And I'm sure that that's what that was about, especially because this is a Kyle Wright who's coming off of a nice Break after that Red Sox series, right? Give his right. arm a couple breaks, a little bit of a break because there were, you know, just a couple days needed there. Because not so much soreness, but really just letting that arm rest as you look forward to the postseason. But yeah, man, he and Tony Gosselin, it's like neck and neck as far as the actual, um, excuse me, as far as some of the the uh, stats. But when you look at strikeouts, interesting, Kyle Wright has more, a hundred and forty for strikeouts, literally the closest to him in strikeouts would be. Sandy Alcantara, another viable that's candidate, a, you
0: definitely. <laughs> yes. And that's great team. He plays for, our yeah. other guy. So yes. isn't that
1: interesting that the top three, two of the top three pitchers as far as striking out batters reside right here on the Braves team. And Kyle Wright is right up there. One more thing that was interesting to tell you how powerful that performance was last night when Jarvis and I started looking at these numbers yesterday because we wanted to see where Max Fried was, and we said, oh, wow, we see uh, Kyle Wright, of course, there, and Kenley Jansen was there as well, but Mm -hmm. yesterday... Kyle Wright was about in the middle of the pack of the top 10 as far as the, the ESPN kind of uh, stat cast,
0: if you will. Right. Kyle I think it like six. Yeah. 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 It's like, Oh yeah. we st- They saw what we saw last night. That's for sure. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing kind of plays out. But, yes. um, also been interesting as far as how this Deion Jones is going to, pl- um, situation is going to change, um, play out for the Atlanta Falcons. But, Before we get there, T, tell them how the people can maybe put some not Kyle Wright or Max Free and can um um, get get a good uh get some make make some good money for uh, BetOnline.net.
1: Yeah, you definitely can because listen, they're in the top ten as you see. Kyle Wright is trending up as the potential Cy Young winner for the National League this year. So if you want to bet and you want to see how close, how the odds are changing, how the over under is, or where the line is. Go to betonline.net because that's your source for all your betting needs and sports info. And you can find out all the latest sports developments, league reviews, all kinds of info, because they also give you information in case you are maybe someone who's new to this and kind of jumping into betting. They have podcasts that will help you with this information as well. Or let's just say it's week zero for college football. There are actually games being played starting tonight in college football. And one of them is right here in Atlanta. That's Howard University and Alabama State University in the MEAC SWAC challenge on Saturday. Mm, Want to put some money on the swag, possibly finally getting a dub in that challenge because they haven't in a couple years. You Want to know about it? A website like betonline.net might just be able to help you. So of course, always stop by online ATL day one's first and then your second stop make it betonline.net because that is where the game starts
0: yes indeed and we'll see whether or not deion jones will be starting on saturday night against the jack Mr. wars um i've had some very interesting comments to say um, to um to say about um deion jones and his return to the team he doesn't seem all too excited Mm -hmm. about it i can tell you that much But I think one of the things Mm -hmm. that I thought was interesting that he said is that he's basically going to have to compete for a spot. And Jones was asked about that after practice yesterday. And basically, he said, Mm -hmm. hey, I have to compete for a spot every year I've been on this team. And he said, I'm cool with that. It is what it is. See, that's the one thing about certain players. Like, they'll give you the the, the standard stereotypical answer to uh, something like that, but... You already know that it has to it's something there when they end it with it is what it is too. It's 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 something with this situation. It's more to it than what we see last yesterday because we already know that Dion I know Dion Jones pretty well. I'm not saying I know him personally, but I know how he is when it comes to certain things mm-hmm. and I think that he's taking this personally. I think he feels like he has something to prove and I think Arthur mm-hmm. Smith feels like hey We don't need you, and and I think they're just kind of playing nice until something gets done.
1: Yeah, and you absolutely have to play nice because you need to get him on the field so that you can showcase that he is indeed healthy to potentially trade him away. That's just the reality of the situation, and Arthur Smith is one who does not pull punches. He's very direct with the media when he can be, and other times he'll just let you know if he can't speak on it. So the fact that he spoke on that being a competition – and, hey, Dion, come out there and basically show me what you got. And he's probably going to be playing the game Saturday. I thought that was interesting as well because I'm like, hmm. Okay, let's look at the other stalwart on defense, the other veteran. Did anybody say, Grady, Jerry, let me show you – show us what you got? No.
0: Hell no. <laughs> Is,
1: okay, <laughs> did anybody say there was competition for Grady's job?
0: Hell no. <laughs> and yet –
1: And yet, all of a sudden, there's competition in the linebacker room for Debo? Hmm, I think not. But like you said, I believe whether he's going to want to show his worth in case the Falcons retain him or whether he's going to show his worth elsewhere, Maybe Dallas. Uh definitely I feel like Deion Jones. And again, it's not that he can't land anywhere. It's not that he's not still a viable player. It just doesn't fit in this system. But on that same token, A, I can see why my homeboy would take it personally. And B, I can see why he displayed that. But C, that word, those words, it is what it is is speaks volumes. Because usually Deion Jones is very vanilla in his commentary. And that to me was not a vanilla statement.
0: Not at all. I mean, you, you have to understand it from where he's coming from. You know, hey, I'm a twenty million dollar linebacker, a twenty what? million dollar year linebacker. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna play nice, but best believe I'm d I'ma do me. Um and you know, I don't have yeah. you don't have to, you know, send me a message. <laughs> I, I think right. that's kind of what that says to um to me if I'm interpreting it the right way. Now, one mm-hmm. last quick thing um on this, I thought it was kind of interesting. They were Dion was asked about whether or not he was gonna play Special teams and we'd be okay with that, and he was like, "I'm perfectly fine, <laughs> and he just left it like that. I'm just like, to not know about you, but like this just seems just just reeks of it was it was too perfect of a of a press conference yesterday, and I think that there's something there there, and I think what we thought this was is exactly what it is."
1: Agreed, agreed, because he never, he didn't really answer the question. He but, just no, said, yeah. I'm perfectly fine, which sounded to me like, I'm just here so I won't fine. Get, fine. Here, right. get fine. I'm just here so y'all gonna I have I'm to pay me, me if y'all keep fine. me. There you go. That's what I heard. Now, don't get me wrong, Jarvis and I are not speaking for the Falcons organization, but Jarvis asked yes. me about them. He asked me what I
0: thought. Yes, night. yes, yes, indeed. And uh, last but not least, before we get out, before we move on, we got to talk about Ryan Howard officially being named the rookie of the year T I don't know about you but I am not surprised at all about this
1: ATL hit the gritty for your girl you know Ryan Howard loves to hit the gritty after a win so this is huge for her of course she got the nod from the AP a couple weeks ago excited but I mean listen four straight rookie of the months what do you expect?
0: yeah what else (laughs) is there
1: but more importantly jars i think it's an exciting time for the dream organization she is one of the main reasons that they trended up and really exceeded expectations this year and also you look at what she was able to do we know from covering all the sports in this city that the number one pick does not always pan out to be who you thought he or she was going to be this one
0: is the real deal yes she's the real deal and You know, we've been hearing a lot of conversations about Desmond Ritter potentially being a real deal, but Arthur Mm -hmm. Smith has some very interesting comments to say about his rookie quarterback. We'll turn on our translators again. Don't go anywhere. This is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I am Tanitra, that is Jarvis, and we appreciate you guys for being exactly who you are, our number one supporters, our ride or dies. And how do we know? Because you guys continue to download this podcast wherever you download your podcast and give us five-star reviews. That's what you keep doing. We appreciate you. And of course, appreciate you guys going to YouTube and getting us over that 3,000 hump. We are 3,000, 3,100 almost 3200 and counting for the lockdown sports Atlanta network so again appreciate you guys for that and listen we always appreciate the fact that Jarvis and I have not really had to put on our coach speak translator hats in a couple seasons but there was there was some interesting commentary that came out of flowery on Wednesday that we thought hmm this might be a reason to dig a little further so I'm going to give you a quote, Jarvis, from mm-hmm. Coach Arthur Smith on Desmond Ritter, and you have to tell me what exactly do you think it means. Okay, here we go. So we're going to be hard on Desmond because he's a good player, and he can take that kind of coaching. That's what Falcons coach Arthur Smith said after the Jets game. He understands, meaning Ritter, we're not waiting on him as a rookie light. We're trying to speed him up. What is that about?
0: The first thing that came to mind when I read Or when I hear X quote is What you mean by that? What you talking about Willis? <laughs> like Okay why do you want to speed them up? That's the first thing. That's the second question that comes to mind So when when you think about That it, I, I believe that if you look at the first part of that, he said he's a good player. So he understands, mm-hmm. they understand, the Falcons understand what they have in Desmond Ritter. Yes. And I'm thinking I'm trying, I'm almost kind of on board with what how they feel about him as well. Okay. Um, I just feel like I need to see it just a little bit more. I want to see some some more in-game action from him before I kind of jump on that bandwagon. Um, mm-hmm. Lord knows how I felt about Ritter before coming into the season. <laughs> um, but I think that when you hear a head coach who is also the play caller, Mm -hmm. as well, say something like that. It just – I can't help but to think that at some point Mm -hmm. he wants to have – he wants to be able to say, you know what, if I put Desmond Ritter in this game, Mm -hmm. more than likely I'm going to get exactly what I'm getting from Marcus Mariota and there's Mm -hmm. potential for growth there. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. what you want to see because essentially – you Know we heard all the comparisons with mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter coming to the league. He was being his his pro comp was Marcus Mariota. Yes. So I think that if there's a potential for you to get the same exact thing that you can get from Marcus Mariota, veteran who's been in the league for what six, mm-hmm. seven years, I mean, seven mm-hmm. years, uh, or so, I, I think that that's a no brainer for yes. me as, as a coach. If I was, you know, um, being a coach. I'm thinking, like, if I can get the same thing I can get from a rookie, might as well go and get the rookie so I can get him in there, get that necessary experience, and then shut up all these conversations about the the Falcons drafting C.J. Stroud in 2023.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. And I really like the comment as well because, yeah, we saw, and a lot of people replayed the video of Coach really going in on Desmond during the game. But what I loved about it is, Ritter bounced back like it was nothing and just kept it moving so he can receive that feedback and then actually put it into action sooner rather than later. And that's what you need to see. You need to see that maturity that we all thought we saw when we met him first on draft night and then, you know, in uh, rookie Mini camp or what have you but now we're in game a game day situation regardless of if it's preseason it's still coming at him quickly right and he was able to take that and do something with it so i thought that was very good especially because i felt like the game actually slowed down just a bit for him from game one to game two and that goes back to what we all thought from the beginning which is this is a highly intelligent guy with a very high football iq that is eager to show it and is eager to kind of learn and grow. So yeah, I, when I look back at um, at that, Arthur Smith is no nonsense. And I think it actually pleases him that he's got a guy that can receive that and keep it moving. And a guy that's not afraid for him his progression to be sped up as opposed to say, okay, we're going into the season knowing that this guy is going to literally ride the pine all 17 games. But speaking of that, if you're riding the pine that means you are not the number one and you are not the best but we know on this show that coffee am is the best and our king of coffee am
0: will let you know why kang here uh coffeeam.com backslash locked on that is the website now i'm about to tell you why you need to go there now i've always talked about how i get up early in the morning i like to get my workout on so when you get up at four o'clock in the morning you need a little pick me up I got the perfect scenario when Coffee A.M. sent that little care package to the house. The first thing that I opened up to was those Kenya K-Cups. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You talking about taking a trip to Africa in the morning? Woo! Might make your head blow well, I absolutely love it. It is one of the best small batch coffee roasters in the entire country. I need you to understand what I just said. Best small back coffee roaster in the entire country. I barely could even say it. You see how I messed up all, almost messed up on that bad boy. But I think <laughs> this is something that you need to go check out, right? Because they got all type of, you know, coffees, teas, and gift sets and, you know, Coffee AM has a very special deal that they're doing just for you as a listener and viewer. So listen up you see my voice now it's starting to change so that means you need to pay attention and put your ear closest to the speaker or closer to the tv screen as you possibly can go to coffeeam.com bash like locked on and drop in the coupon code box locked on and you're going to get 15% off your first purchase that's just for you that's the special just for just listen to us and watching us what else there is there to do So I know you're sold, So I know once you finish listening and watching, watching us Go to coffeeam.com Backslash locked on Drop in the coupon code box locked on And you're going to get 15% off And go ahead and pull up on the best small batch Coffee roaster in the entire country
1: and yeah like Jarvis said it's a no-brainer to go after coffee am but a head scratcher with something we both read and kind of said "Hmm, okay maybe we need to understand the definition of success so of course like we have told you guys this is list season for at least another two or three weeks
0: at least um, by two about by, by a week yeah. and a half yeah
1: yeah we start until throwing the, them out
0: in a week and a half
1: starts <laughs> and until the NFL season starts as well so we're gonna hit you guys with some lists or some reactions to lists now Our friends over at ESPN dropped an article just yesterday about the five teams in the league that were going to regress, including my beloved Steelers, so forget you. Also the Titans, (laughs) as well as the Falcons. Now, we're here to talk about the Falcons and not my beloved black and yellow. Now, the Falcons, Mm -hmm. the guy said, Barnwell said, they were a competent, competent team with Terrible luck in 2020, but then going back to 2021, he said they had incredible luck in getting to 7 and 10 because of things like the fact that no 7-win team in the history of the league, heck, no 6-win team when it was 16 games, had ever posted a worse point differential, and that was literally, they were outscored by 146 points or 8.6 points per game. However, this was the interesting thing that I thought, for me, Jarvis, and again, You guys, hey, we appreciate you guys dropping your comments in the comment section. Let us know what your thoughts are. He actually said that he thought that this season was going to be worse for the team because he feels like at the end of the day, and he uses like this geometric Pythagorean theorem, by the way, for his expectation – (laughs) <laughs> this expect- expectation for a team that falls an average of two point three wins. So that's that's his gauge, right, Jarvis? That they're mm-hmm. going, that the Falcons are going to, because of the loss of Matt Ryan, because of the uncertainty of what uh, the O line is going to be, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That this team is not even going to make it to seven wins this year. Here's my question, Jarvis, because we don't have to always talk about it in terms of wins or losses, but. What would be your definition of success? If it's not wins, well, what is it?
0: You know what? I go back to the comments that Arthur Smith made Mm -hmm. when he started talking about, hey, we got to speed up this process. I'm not going to treat you like a rookie quarterback. I'm going to be hard on you. And I I see that you can take that. So I'm going to continue to be hard on you so you Mm -hmm. can be better and and do what I need you to do. And what defines success for the Falcons in 2022? Mm Mm-hmm. If they find out that Desmond Ritter can be the face of this franchise for the next 10 years, look out. Because yes. here's why I say that. Because Arthur Smith is a very good play caller. The mm-hmm. reason why I say that is because he puts his quarterbacks in situations where it's easy the, the, the open man is going to be easy to find because his mm-hmm. scheme, he gets guys. That's why I say the running game is, is going to be so important for them this year. If They'll be able to get mm-hmm. that going, and then they can do the play action and getting those rollouts. But that's why they wanted a mobile quarterback, so they can get them on the edge of the defense because when you got a mobile quarterback and you have a, a, a decent running game, it just opens up the offense for you, and it mm-hmm. puts the defense on their heels because – you know, you get into the point where essentially it's one read and go. Like if mm-hmm. it's not there, boom, check check down or take off running. And and guess what taking mm-hmm. off running does? That helps your running game. So it's just so many different factors that Arthur Smith puts into place when you have a mobile quarterback this year. So I think that if the Falcons find out that, you know, Desmond Ridder is that guy, mm-hmm. This the, the Falcon's gonna be on to something because I think Arthur Smith is an excellent play caller and I think he mm-hmm. is he understands his 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 roster makeup and he uses it accordingly each and every Sunday.
1: And I think success would also be defined by if the defense makes incremental steps based on where they were last year. And yeah, we all say can't get any worse than 18 sacks, right? But I think (laughs) it down a little bit deeper because it's not always just about sacks. Are we getting pressure to the quarterback, right? Is the quarterback getting hit? Is the game plan and the scheme of DMPs, which now he said he can go into the treasure chest and use all 100% of what he has there, does that alter the game calling of the other team, whether it's that team in game or whether it's the teams going down the road because the talent has shown that they're able to do what he wants them to do? And again, no offense to Deion Jones because certainly we don't know if he's going to stay or if he's going to go, but now that De- that Dean Pease has slowly but surely shifted to a different kind of linebacker in the 3-4 scheme that he primarily uses as base, but we know, of course, that he hybrids everything, so there's that. Indeed. I think that if we can just see the numbers uptick higher, if you will, and show that, hey, he's got the talent that we think he has, then it goes back to what you said that gives the opportunity for the offense to do what they want to do as well. So that kind of works hand in hand because if that defense is getting after the quarterback and doing what it's supposed to do or even stopping the run game, then that gives the offense an opportunity not to be on its heels where it's coming back from some type of big time deficit where you're seeing them outscored at the end of the season, by 146 points. So when we come back, speaking of things that we like things that we want to see and what we think is actually the definition of success we will talk to you guys about that and we'll talk to you guys about something that makes us really happy here in the atl it'll be in for the culture on the other side
0: final segment of atl day ones with jarvis and tanitra we want to say thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show we really appreciate you remember y'all i'm always going to remind y'all of this we are free and available on wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure that you give us a five-star review because we're thanking you in advance because you have no other choice but to let everybody know how great we are. Uh, but, T, um, this is For the Culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. And sometimes, whatever the hell we want to talk about, because that's just how we get down on this show, um, this story is no different. Now, the San Francisco Giants uh, play at Oracle Park. And, you know, they sell team merchandise in the store and everything like that. And, and there was one person that was kind of perusing through the store, kind of seeing what's going on. And then they kind of looked at the bottom level of the, the, the little uh, closing rack, and they saw a mm-hmm. shirt that had that red San Fran on, on the front of it. Now – for those of you saying, okay, well, well, why does that matter? That matters because San Fran was voted the most hated term or how you reference San Francisco, the city of San Francisco, and and people kind of even went into why that's the case because essentially it tells the per- people, it, when you're in the city, it tells the people that you're a tourist or you're not from around there, and people just absolutely hate it. And I think I kind of akin that to Hot Lena. I absolutely hate when people say Hotlanta because it's just like it's so 90s. And then even back in the 90s, I didn't even say it because it's just like, yeah, when people say Hotlanta back then, that's basically you know, a, 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 a billboard lighting up saying, hey, rob me. I'm not from around here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like you put yourself in danger and you're saying a term that everybody hates.
1: Yeah, and we have a similar situation in New Orleans because you may see it in writing as Nolans, N-apostrophe, A-W-L-A-N-S. Nobody says that. Nobody says that. Nobody says that. Most of us say New Orleans, okay? Some Mm -hmm. people say New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all pretty much say the N-O, and we all now call it NOLA, which stands for New Orleans, Louisiana, right? Those are the four things you can say if you are in my fair city. You can even call us the Crescent City because that's kind of old school, but we'll let you slide don't you ever go there and start saying, oh, God, I'm so excited. Man, New is, what? Okay. All right. Not highway robbery. Right. As, as these people hear you in New Orleans, oh, God, it's going to be on and popping. And you're going to be, oh, you you're going to find out today in the bad way <laughs> what New Orleans really is. Yeah. So watch, watch your mouth when you go to the city. Just saying. No. but yeah, I thought that was interesting, too, because all my years I was told that San Fran was fine. Right. Uh, that okay. was the worst one. Right. But apparently. Fristow.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. Apparently the
1: that. only thing they like is S.F. Literally is either San Francisco or S.F.
0: The end. Really? Wow. And, and I thought that one thing that kind of kind of give you a kind of peek into it, because the one of the reporters you know, that had asked asked the one the employee at the store about can they speak to somebody in reference to the Saint mm-hmm. Fran shirt and the employee said yeah, you're going to have to re- uh, refer to the San Francisco Giants uh, PR department. I was like, oh, yes. yes, yes. That's yes. how you know it's an issue. It's it, a real it, issue when they is say, yes, please refer to the people that are professional in, professionals right. in answering professional questions teachers. about certain <laughs> stuff that people don't like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's almost like, let me speak to your manager. Oh, you know yes, what time exactly. it is. It's about to go down. <laughs> right, exactly. Or far as, like
1: the employee, uh, whatever the name of the store is, they, they have no comment. Oh, one one more question for you though, Jarvis, as a native of Atlanta Metro, are people allowed to still say the A or ATL?
0: Um, we can say ATL day once, you know, <laughs> yeah. Notice I just say, you can say the ATL. Yes. Right. No, that is <laughs> God awful. Like, like, can I, can You're I, can teacher. I give a peek into the, like the background of uh, the origin of our show? Can I gotta get to the folks? Yeah, so so I'm gonna bring you in. I'm gonna bring y'all in, right? I'm gonna bring y'all in. When we were putting this show together, and I was started having conversations with the PR, IPR people, uh, about you know what the name of the show is gonna be, and they you know they they recommended ATL, and I was just like, Ugh. like I don't like, like I am Atlanta, like that's how <laughs> I look at myself, so I don't have to say atl like if I, if i'm gonna say it i'm gonna i'm gonna say atlanta like with no t's take out all the t's that's what <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> no pun intended no, then i would never take you out uh to neutral you know what i'm saying you my <laughs> people you my folk my you my day one so yeah so but i think that you know once they kind of explain to me like okay i can kind of get with it then they add the day ones in there and i'm just like all right i can that's acceptable yeah. but but yes to answer your question The ATL as a standalone, absolutely not. The A, absolutely not. So go ahead and say Atlanta, you know, say Atlanta, that's cool. And Uh then, you know, depending on what side of town you're on, you can pronounce the first T, Atlanta, or you can say Atlanta, A-L-A-N-N-A. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I I get down with that. But, yeah, I don't have any problem with Atlanta or Atlanta or Atlanta. None of those, but yes, the ATL, absolutely not, T. Okay. <laughs> All right, oh, sis. We're, we're gonna move on from that topic because y'all seem like I might be a little bit touched by that subject. <laughs> I'm a little tricky about that. I don't know where that came from. It's just I'm feeling myself today. All right, now today is let's look little on a happy note. Today yeah. is National Burger Day, T. Um, I got. So I got. I want to kind of throw two things at you, right? And I, and I answer after you, I get yours. Now you got your your fast food burger go to, right? right? Fast food burger go to, and then you got your fufu. I want to spend. I may want to spend about 10 dollars on a burger. Now, which one? Uh, which 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 place? What's your go to for the fufu burger? Uh-huh. And what's your go to for the fast food burger?
1: Okay. So fast food ish, ish.
0: Okay. All Ryan
1: right.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Yes, Good. that is an excellent choice. Yes.
1: I agree. Uh, <laughs> yes, with yes. an honorable mention to Bobby Cheeseburger, by the way. But anyway, oh, huh? yes.
0: you know, A flowery brands. Yes, our other Bobby's. Whenever we are nobody's.
1: up covering the Falcons. Jarvis and I, make no mistake, we will always pit stop at Bobby Cheeseburger. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I had to give that an honorable mention. But, yeah, when I kind of do the bougie burger, then it's probably going to be like a Jay Alexander. I, I like their bougie burger. Okay, and I- yeah. And one of the ones I want to check out, Jarvis, because I've heard so much about it, so maybe we'll you know, tell the guys on the other side of this weekend, is uh, Holman & Finch. I've heard a lot about home mm, so that's a yes. little bit more, you know, like a gourmet burger. But, yeah, I'm excited about that one. So, yeah, that that's kind of where I stand.
0: Yeah, I, that's an excellent, excellent choice. Like, if I'm going for my fast food and there's nothing ish about this one, um, I like the Steak and shake burger. Like... Yeah, I don't know man. what it is, it's just, I mean, of course, it's a little smallish, so I, that's why I get the triple when I really want to be fat, um, I, but, you know, I like, i like it's solid, you know, it yeah. doesn't cost that much, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to really? get me a solid burger, go get me a steak and shake burger, but when you're talking about that foo fufu, T, I got to go, man, oh, it's just, it's just kind of kind of brings back the memories of, of everything but I, I have to go with the Holman and Finch I've had the burger okay, from there so it is crazy. absolutely delicious um Thank it, probably you one of the, the best co-sign. burgers you'll probably e- eat in the city um mm-hmm. if you go down there so yeah I, I definitely uh rock with them all the way
1: oh cool cool so yep see I got the co because that's one I've been interested in but haven't had that opportunity to kind of go in on so yeah I definitely want to check out Holman and Finch and as you guys know Braves are off today, well-deserved day off, and they'll get back to it tomorrow as they get ready for a three-game set against the Cardinals. So we'll talk about that. We'll preview that. And also, Jarvis and I are going to preview Falcons, Jags for you, and anything else that's hitting in sports in Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. tomorrow (laughs) we'll talk about that as well. (laughs) Of course, stop by. ATL day one at <laughs> your first stop and then let your second stop be A to Z with Mark yeah. Zeno. You gotta love us. So petty.
0: Gosh. We are. So please petty. come back. That's this why you come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Don't, don't leave us. <laughs>
1: hey Prime members.